Hey, I'm Gina Keeping, ex-classroom teacher turned mindset and business mentor. Not too long ago, overwhelm and stress was my norm. Now, I have created a life where I help entrepreneurial women create an unstoppable mindset and teach them how to grow and scale their own businesses, all while getting their own gifts out to the world and creating an impact. Welcome to the Keeping It Real podcast, where each week I bring you an inspiring person or message where we talk about all things life and business related, where our conversations are real, the information is inspiring, we have a splash of fun, we have lots of laughs, and we dive into life lessons and deep conversations about all of the things. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome back, friends, to another episode of the Keeping It Real podcast with me, your host, Gina Keeping. And today we have an announcement, (laughs) and you guys are hearing it here first. And I wanted to share a little bit of a backstory. Surprise, surprise. If you've been here for a while, you know I love a good story. Um, But I don't want to just make the announcement and not give you um, the rationale behind it. So, A little while ago, as I was planning for the year, I was looking at my activities. I was looking at what I wanted to commit to this year. And I had this inkling to get back to hockey. Last year, I took the year off and I tried volleyball and I'm loving it. But I had this like little nudge to be like, oh, I'm kind of missing hockey a little bit. I didn't want to go back to the Friday night league, but I wanted to start playing some hockey during the week. Anywho, I brushed it off and I believe I said to myself, like, I I don't have time or maybe I even convinced myself that it's not what I wanted. So it's just beautiful how the universe works its way uh, and gives you exactly what you need. So earlier this week, I get a message from um, a lady who I used to play with two or three times a week. She has this awesome game that I love. And she reached out and she said, Hey, you know, wondering if you want to play hockey this year. And my response to myself before I even said something to her was like, oh, I don't have time. And I had this moment of going like, ugh, didn't I create this life and business so that I could have these spontaneous moments of like, yeah, I want to play this and I want to do it. So I'm going to do it. And if you've been here for a while, you might be surprised to hear me say that because I'm very intentional about my time. Health is very important to me. I play a lot of sports. Um, So in that moment when I said I didn't have time, I started to reevaluate my non-negotiables, my daily tasks. And I had this realization of like, ooh, I need to create some more space. And... When I got that message from her, I was like, oh, okay, you know what? Like, I really do want to play hockey this year. So I responded back. I said, yes, I'd love to. These are the days that I can make it. These are the the days that I can't commit. And then I was like, okay, what needs to go? And it's just so cute, I guess, how the universe works. Because after that, I came across a podcast um, Facebook feed of a past client of mine and a dear friend. And she had announced that she was going back to one episode. And when I saw that, I had kind of been toying with that idea for a little while, um, wasn't really serious about it. But when I saw her make that post and I saw how she was creating space in her business, I had this little like nod of, you know what, maybe this is a space that I need 
to give myself that time for more freedom, for more planning, for more intentionality. Um, I have some big things planned for this podcast, um, for my personal business, for Shift. And Emily and I have been saying lately that, okay, like we, we have a lot on our plate, which we love, but we both have been craving a little bit more space. And we do know this is a busy season and we're here for it. Um, and I gotta be honest, I'm going to do a podcast episode on that, on, on this, but I don't hate the word busy. I think the word busy gets a bad rap because people are busy doing things that don't light them up. And I think that's where the problem lies. So for me, Creating that space for me to say yes to hockey, for me to say yes to course creation, for me to say yes to big things that we have coming up. It was just that little nod from the universe going, yes, this is the right direction. And then before I make any decisions, I reached out to Emily. I actually wrote her this morning before I recorded this podcast. I'm like, hey, you got a minute? So I write to her and I say, because we we plan together, even within our own individual businesses, because the two come together. So we have strategy with our own, our own individual businesses and how it comes together with shift, right? If not, there will be a lot of duplication, a lot of um, extra work. So we're, we're very succinct in our strategy. So I called her and I was like, FaceTimed her. And I was like, I, I think I need to go back to one episode a week. And she had the same reaction of like, oh my God, like, I feel like I need to as well. We talked about the reasons why, because sometimes you have to look at the reason of why you're doing it. And when we looked at it from a lens of spaciousness, of more impact, of more time to really set in the create the creativity time, it was a no brainer. So long story long, (laughs) we are going to be going back to one episode a week. And I truly believe this is going to be beneficial, not just for me, but for the listener as well, because I really put myself in the users, um, like in the user spot, if you will. And I was like, okay, two episodes a week can be really a lot, you know? So I want you to not only just listen to this podcast, but to also be able to implement what I'm teaching you. And I guess I don't need to really further go into depth there, but yeah, we're going back to one episode a week, one potent, amazing episode. Um, and you're going to notice that there's going to be more opportunities to go deeper and more opportunities to really practice and implement and to have more opportunities to not just listen to me, but to also partake in different free opportunities where we go deeper in some of the things that I talk about on the podcast. So I promise you this is going to be awesome for you. And to, I guess, wrap this up in a lesson, because I I love looking for the lesson in things I would really invite you to look at your life and maybe see where you've been maybe coasting that maybe you need to take a look at and give yourself permission to change things up so you can find the best solution. Just because you're doing things one way doesn't mean you have to continue to keep doing it one way. And I think the most powerful question you can ask yourself when you're about to change something is why. And if you can have a powerful why behind it, I think it's definitely the right choice. Obviously, I 
don't know what that is for you. So please use discernment. Um, okay. So let's dive into the episode. I wasn't planning on talking about that for so long, but we have a spicy one for you today. Um, and I wanted to share with you something that I struggled with. That's kind of hard for me to talk about, but Hey, that's what we're here for. So the title of this episode is like, this energy leak could be costing you your success and happiness. Ooh, spicy, right? (laughs) So I want to tell you this little story. So I was chatting with a client the other day who was in major comparison mode and she was comparing herself to another person in her field. And when she would see this person post, she was judging, she was being triggered and she was really having a full body moment of like, oh, you know, frustration, all of the emotions, which these emotions, by the way, are not bad. They're actually really beautiful because if you're willing to look at them, you can learn a lot about why these emotions are bubbling up. But when we sat and we talked about it and I asked her some questions, it reflected back to me and to her that the person who was really triggering, triggering her was triggering her because what she was seeing was something that she wanted. She saw this piece in this person, and instead of looking at this person as insight, as a reflection of proof of possibility, she was making it personal, right? And she was making it about herself, and she was stepping into the lack mentality around what this meant for her seeing this person shine. And the thing is with this type of energy leak is... It's the very thing that's actually stopping you from getting the very thing that you want. And it puts you in lack mindset. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later in this episode. But maybe some of these like little things you can resonate in yourself with, or maybe not, maybe yours look different, but I'm just going to use the ones that kind of came up with this particular situation, which I did ask permission to share this experience. Obviously, I will not share any names, um, but this is a common theme that I work with, with a lot of people, especially entrepreneurs who are trying to put themselves out in the like in the world on social media and a lot of our insecurities sometimes can be reflected back to us so when we got to the meat and potatoes of it all we realized that this person that this client she was not liking this person's content she was following her every move she was watching every story she was analyzing every single post but she wasn't liking it she wasn't commenting on it And when we got to the root of it, she believed that if she liked this person's content or if she commented on it, that some of her potential clients would see it and they would actually work with her instead of my client, right? Um, Maybe you can resonate with that. Maybe even from a personal lens, you're not liking um, other people's content or content about personal development or content about health and fitness, whatever that is for you, because you're like, ooh, I can't let other people actually see me liking this content because... Maybe they're insecure about this area in particular, right? And then business, like I just said, it could be they'll pick her over me. Maybe you're angry at somebody else's success, or maybe you're putting them down for going after their dreams. Maybe you're annoyed at somebody for posting. Maybe you're picking out every flaw of this person who is putting themselves out there and really just going after their dream unapologetically. Maybe you're being triggered by how somebody shows up. Maybe you're being triggered, whatever that is for you. I want you to kind of just stop and go, ooh, 
What are some energy leaks that maybe I'm doing that I don't even realize are contributing to a lack mentality, which therefore is actually contributing to me staying in the same spot? And these energy leaks, I do want to say, don't feel bad, don't feel guilty over this. Um, But these energy leaks are so common amongst women. And I see this time and time and time again. And it's really time for us to reclaim our power around this and remind ourselves that other women are not our enemies. And I feel like this needs to go on repeat. And I think when you are looking at other women as competition, when you're judging other women, when you're finding flaws with other women, um, when there might not be any flaws there, you know what I mean? I'm not saying anybody's perfect, but are you making up stories about other people and are you making stories about other women to make yourself feel good? And this is usually the first invitation to go, ooh, something is up here, right? Other women are not your enemies. They are not your competition, but sometimes we make it that way so we can feel better about ourselves. And if you can, instead of doing that, pay attention to your actions and your thoughts and your emotions, and if you can look at your emotions in a different way, it really is a treasure chest. Your emotions are like a treasure chest. If you follow it to the symptom, you could very well find the thing that's holding you back and the thing that's going to set you free from all this and help you be successful, abundant, happy, fill in the blank for you. Because our emotions and our feelings, that is surface level. And we can't rely on emotions and our feelings to tell us really anything. (laughs) But if we can look at the treasure map and we can kind of go back and really look and go, ooh, interesting. I'm triggered by this person. It's not because of them. It's because of me. It's almost like they are a mirror showing back to you what you really want and maybe what you're lacking. And instead of going and following that treasure chest to find the symptom, you are reflecting back and making it about them, right? So how can we take our power back here and really look at our emotions? And this is a story I want to share. And once again, not happy, not proud about this. Um, But by me using emotions as the treasure map, it has given me so much freedom. So I used to let other people rattle me. And it was so funny because in my personal life, it didn't really bother me. When I came into the business world, I used to let other people rattle me. Because I wasn't used to being triggered by other people's success. Let me just start there, right? Because I wanted everybody to win. That has been a constant theme for me my whole entire life. But when I got into the business world, I noticed I was being a little triggered. And it didn't make sense to me because I was like, I want you to win, but why am I triggered by you, right? Why am I looking at you and going, oh man, I can definitely do that better. You know what I mean? When you see somebody who's showing up and you're like, oh, I can do that. It's not like they were doing it bad. It's just that I wasn't showing up fully. I wasn't doing what I could to my full potential. And deep down, I knew it, right? I also used to let outside things control my emotions. If I saw somebody copying my content, I would take it so personal. And I'd be like, ah, I'd like stop my feet. Why is that person copying me? Blah, blah, blah. And I would get really up in arms about it. 
Um, if I saw somebody else doing something that I wanted to do, I was like, ah, why them? Right. And I would, I would almost be like, oh, I deserve to be up there too. And kind of stomp my feet. And there are a lot of other examples of that, that, you know what, I feel I had to go through to get to where I am. And I want to share that with you because you can still have good intentions and want people to win and still have these little things about ourselves that we just need to redirect and really reorient so we can move past them. Right. So grace, hand over heart. It's okay, Um, but let's do a little check in here and look at those emotions and see what is at the root. And you can figure that out by maybe maybe you already know now by me giving those examples or maybe looking at things that trigger you. That's your invitation to go inside. And these feelings that I felt early in business I now know being able to look back and really being committed to this inner work, I can look back and go, oh yeah, that created a story for me. My emotions and my anger and my frustration, that fueled my story. It was the perfect welcomed distraction to point the finger at somebody else instead of doing the internal work that was required. But when I called myself on my bullshit, and I recognized the pattern, I was then able to learn how to regulate my emotions and then lead and grow from an abundant mindset. And we're going to talk about what that means in a second, but everything changed after that. Success became easier. Beautiful things came into my life. I was happier. Um, I became more confident. And overall, I stepped into, and I'm still working on this. I'm not perfect. No one's perfect, but I've really stepped into having this unshakable confidence in myself and belief. And most things don't phase me. Now that I've said that out loud, do you think I will be challenged with this at some point in my near future? You better believe it. But I feel that I've gotten really good at remaining neutral and not letting things phase me. I have became, I've really become a master of just regulating my emotions. So How do we move from like lack to abundant? Well, I think the very first thing is knowing what lack looks like. And I've done episodes on the podcast before, so I'm just going to go over this very quickly. And if you want a really deep understanding of lack and abundant, um, I will tag the episode in the show notes. So let me talk about lack for a second. How does this actually look like in real time? Um, And these are some of the thoughts that I've helped my clients work with, some that I've had myself that really identified that I was more in lack and I needed to move into abundant. But first, I just want you to see where you can self-select, where you can see that you might stand, and you're not gonna be like 100% one way or the other. Um, You're gonna be able to identify with some lack and some abundant, and that's cool. Um, You can't shag this stuff up. Okay, so some ways that lack might be showing up in your life is maybe you say to yourself internally, well, if I like her stuff, my potential clients will want to work with her, right? I just shared that one above, but I wanted to say it again. Maybe you're pointing at the flaws in people's work and criticizing their way and being like, oh, that was the wrong way to do it. They should have done it this way. They should have done it that way. I do it better. Maybe you believe that there's not enough to go around that this person succeeding means, well, I can't possibly succeed. And you might not have that very dialogue, but it might look something like, well, she's doing it, so I can't do it. There's already one mindset coach out, there can't be two, right? Maybe you're in the idea of 
you always feel like you have to give something up. And you're almost in this like victim mentality where it's like, oh, I can't do that because then I'll have to give up my two hours of Netflix time. Or I can't do that because X, Y, and Z. You're always finding the downside of a decision rather than the upside. Maybe you truly just don't believe you can't have those things, right? And if you don't have that belief, it's going to be really hard to take that action. Maybe you're like that master distractor that I talked about earlier that I was, where you lean into distraction because it allows you to take away the focus from the very thing that we need to work on right? So maybe distraction is your superpower right now. Maybe you're always waiting for that other shoe to drop. Maybe you catch yourself going, why can't I have what she has? She's so lucky. (laughs) Or maybe it's less about thinking about other people and you just have this need to control everything. You have your card so tight, you're not letting anybody in and you're like, I just have to do everything myself. Maybe it's that classic jealousy right? Maybe you live in fear and you take your actions from fear. So I have to post this and it's like so rigid and so uh, fear-based. So these are just some examples of lack and we want to help you move from lack to abundant. And once again, this is not an overnight thing. I have been working on this for years and I'm committed to the lifelong journey. I think sometimes people come into the mindset world and go, okay, one and done, this mindset work is done. But if you're doing great things and if you're stretching yourself and you are really working for different things in your life, you're going to find yourself going back in lack. I know that as I continue to up level, I'm going to fall back into lack and that's okay. I have the tools to move me back into abundant. So what does abundant look like? If you're trying to aim for abundant life, you're like, okay, Gina, how do I do that? Maybe you start celebrating other people's successes. Even, I'm going to say this, I feel my teacher voice is coming out, even people in your industry. I have no problems tagging my coach and giving clout to my coach on social media. I know that me celebrating her and her being my coach, that doesn't take away from me or take away any clients from me. I truly hold the belief that who I'm supposed to work with, I will work with. What's for me will not pass me. So some people won't like other people's content. They won't celebrate people publicly. They'll only celebrate people who are not in their realm and to each their own. But I feel if you are leading from a fear based of like, oh my God, like I'm going to lose my clients. That's not a good reason not to celebrate somebody's success, right? Not saying you have to go and like all the time talk about your mentor. You don't have to do that. Or all the time shouting from the rooftops about other women. You don't have to do that. But it's just a little invitation to kind of take a look at maybe why you're not. Um, Maybe so another abundant, uh, I guess, mindset tip or thing that you can kind of tap into is you know that there's enough to go around. You know that. Sally's success doesn't mean that you can't have success. It means she can be successful. I can be successful. You can be successful. We can all be successful. We can all sit at the same table. We can all cheer each other on. We can all support one another, even if we are in the same space. There's a lot of I'm only going to support somebody if they're in this category, right? Maybe you are confident in who you are, and if you're in business, what you have to offer, and you know the right people are going, the right people are going to find you. 
Maybe you can let things go easily. You don't take things personally. You are confident in what you bring to the table. You know good things are coming. You release control, right? That doesn't mean that you don't show up and do the work, but you release control and you know that you're supported. You don't hold your card so tight. Maybe you decide to live through excitement and make decisions from excitement rather than from that fear. So I share with you those few examples to help you identify where you are in lack and where you are in abundant. And this is not from judgment, but just to help you to move through some things that will help you with your success and your goals. Most people, if you think about it, if you're operating from lack, just think about the energy that's associated with lack. Think about the energy that's associated with abundant. And maybe as I'm saying this, you can identify maybe somebody you follow or somebody you know that leads from lack and leads from abundant. Which one are you more attracted to? So by doing this work and really leaning in and acknowledging that this inner game legit is the key to your success. You can Google strategy, you can have everything on the outside, but if you're growing your business and your life through lack, it's not going to feel good. And I think deep down, you can feel what's inside of you and how you're leading your life and business. So tapping into that and being completely self-aware and radically honest with yourself is the key that's going to unlock your success. And I, I yeah, I think I'll wrap it up there, um, but really invite you to, to kind of just sit with this, maybe even journal on it, ask yourself where you lie, and even pick one thing that you can start working on. And I would pick the thing that stands out the most. So if you're like, oh, hot damn, Gina, you called me on that. And you know what? I haven't been liking this person's stuff who I follow all the time. I look at all their stuff. They're doing great things. And I haven't been doing that because I've been triggered and I hold this belief right? Maybe that's a thing that you decide to work on, but just remember that this internal game does take work and it takes commitment. So there we go. There's today's episode. So how are these episodes going to look moving forward? We're going to start our week off on a Monday and that's the day that our podcasts are going to be released to help you start your week off with a bang and to really dive into some practical tools to really help you start your week. Let me know what you think of this. Let me know um, how you feel about the one episode. And guys, I got a sneak peek of the pottery mugs and I am obsessed. I cannot wait to send one mug to somebody and do an intensive coaching session and week long with you guys. So don't forget to enter to win. It's going to be an epic week and I'm here rooting for you. I'm sending you so much love. And I hope you have the best time. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being amazing. And as always, remember to keep it kind, keep it fun, and always keep it real. 